everybody. This is Hop Culture. We're the Hopkins sisters, Claire, Grace, Anne, and Tess, four sisters living in different time zones, recapping our lives, giving each other unsolicited advice, and hopefully giving you a laugh in the process. Who knows, if you stick around, we might even touch on something substantial along the way. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hey. Hey. Welcome to episode 45 of Hop Culture. We are getting close to 50 episodes, and it wouldn't be possible without our listeners. So to start today, we want to say thank you for making this possible. So I will admit I wrote this intro and then realized, I mean, we probably could do this without our listeners. We would just be yelling into the abyss. So I guess just the listeners are giving us the motivation. I feel like on TV shows, they're like, it wouldn't be possible without our viewers. And I'm like, well, in our case, we're not actually making any money. (laughs) I guess emotionally it wouldn't be possible. (laughs) We would have given up long ago. We totally would have. Yeah. It'd be be really tragic. Exactly. So thank you guys for listening (laughs) is what we're getting around to. We're especially thankful for our listeners today because we are talking about gratitude, which is super unique. No one else is talking about gratitude right now. So no, we thought we'd do something wild and crazy and talk about. Breaking news. Yeah. All the things we're thankful for. So we know this isn't brand new information, but integrating some kind of gratitude practice into your life has been studied and proven as a method for feeling more joy on a regular and long-term basis and improving mental health. So I've always kind of heard the term gratitude practice and been like, what is that? It seems kind of, you know, hippie talk sort of like, what's a gratitude practice? It sounds like yoga or something like that, you know, (laughs) meditating. (laughs) Such hippie stuff. Such hippie stuff. I don't take part in, I don't take part in that sort of thing. No, I'm just kidding. But when doing a little bit of research for this episode, I was like, okay, a gratitude practice is actually stuff that a lot of us probably already do. So in a study by Berkeley University's Greater Good Science Center, this was really interesting to me. So there is such a high need for mental health support and counseling and things like that, that professionals are trying to figure out how can we help patients get the greatest outcome with not as much therapy time, which is unfortunate that, you know, they're having to think that through. But what are some easily attainable practices that patients can do on their own that will support the therapy and the help that we're giving them? So they wanted to see if a gratitude practice of some kind would have a measurable effect on mental health. So they divided 300 students into three groups. One group wrote a letter of gratitude to someone in their life once a week for three weeks. One group had to write down their deepest thoughts about a negative experience. So I'm like, that's really (laughs) uh, (laughs) thoughts and prayers to the people in that group because that sounds really hard. And then the third group was the control. So they didn't do anything out of the ordinary other than just attend counseling. So afterwards, the gratitude group had significantly higher levels of mental health They measured it up until 12 weeks after, and they still were seeing positive effects of that. And then we know we've talked about Brene Brown on here. We're basically like Brene Brown and Jodi Moore fan club. We like quote them like every other episode. But (laughs) Brene Brown, you guys have probably heard of. She's a really well-known researcher, and she's written a few books. And she studied gratitude. And she said after interviewing thousands of people, she's noticed a pattern 
that the most joyful people are the ones that, I mean, it's easy to just kind of say like, oh, you know, feel grateful or focus on your blessings. But the people that feel the most joy are the people that actually express their gratitude outwardly in some point. So that is basically what gratitude practice is. So it could be prayer for a lot of us that's expressing gratitude to God. It could be journaling. So you don't have to necessarily share it, but just expressing it in a journal or writing things down, verbalizing it to other people. So she said in their family, they share something that they're grateful for at the dinner table each day. Birthdays, they go around and say something they're grateful for about the birthday person. And then at work, they put up like a poster with the person's name on it at their birthday and everyone writes things that they're grateful for about that person. So I just thought that was really interesting that there has actually been research about actually expressing gratitude in some way instead of kind of just the nebulous, just be grateful and you'll feel better. You know, you can actually do a tangible action and it will show results. So have you guys ever experienced anything like this? The positive effects, I guess, of expressing gratitude? I don't know if this counts as gratitude, but we used to do this thing called Good Things. It was back when, I don't know, it was years ago. I know, what kind of kicked it off? I don't remember. It was mom would get worried because most of us were at school. I think Tess was at home still. Mm, mm-hmm. And when she wouldn't hear from some of us for a few days, she was like, are they sad? Like, are they doing okay? She, I think she was worried about us in college or, you know, in different things. And then I feel like Claire had just had a baby or something. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> was I in a dark were, place? People were dark. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we just, yeah. <laughs> we did this thing where everyone had to put three good things that happened that day. And sometimes it was easy and sometimes it was like, I mean, it's kind of like our weekly wins on here where like mm-hmm. every once in a while, someone's <laughs> weekly win is just dark. Yeah, like I, I made it good. through another day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes the good things were just like, well, yeah, I made it through this stressful thing that I've been dreading or something, but sometimes they were really (laughs) good. (laughs) And yeah, I guess it's kind of a gratitude. It's at least acknowledging positives of life, you know? Yeah, I think that counts. I mean, it's not exactly the same because you're right. Some things you're grateful for aren't exactly like an event that happened that day, but I feel like it was a similar kind of idea because you're like looking for good things throughout your day, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. on a bad yeah. day, you had to go back and find three things that were good. Mm-hmm. And it was also kind of fun to hear everyone else's, too. Yeah. It was just nice encouragement to keep looking for good things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On my mission, we did this every night when we were going to bed. We'd have to share <laughs> three good things about the day. And a lot of times we were just grasping at straws, but throughout the day, you'd have to pay attention, you know, to try to find good things to talk about at night because you knew it was coming up. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of made you, I don't know, pay attention more as you're going about your day. Yeah. And that you're going to say what you're thankful for. I think it really does truly change your mindset. And that was something that in the Berkeley article, they had actually studied the brain activity of people in the grateful group. There actually were like different types of brain activity in the people that were expressing gratitude. So it like truly does kind of rewire your brain. Okay, don't quote me on that. I don't know like how technical. (laughs) It truly does rewire your brain as a neurosurgeon. But 
our president of our church, our prophet, Russell M. Nelson, last November did a video message and encouraged all of us members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints to express gratitude in prayer and then also to take part in this give thanks challenge on social media where we just like posted something we were grateful for every day for a week. And that was a really low point for me. I feel silly saying that because I know that 2020 was really hard on a lot of people and I was fine, but just like I was pregnant and sick heading into like a COVID winter. And then we had just found out that school was going to be virtual for the next two months again. And I was just mentally not in a great place. And I remember hearing that message and thinking like, oh, okay. I was kind of expecting something like a little more groundbreaking, I guess, to be honest, just because, I mean, we hear about gratitude all the time, you know, and I think it sometimes feels almost a little like, well, you know, the world is crumbling and you need to take drastic action or something, but it really does make a huge difference. And he said, no matter our situation, showing gratitude for our privileges is a unique, fast acting and long lasting spiritual prescription. And the research shows it's not just a religious thing. There's actual scientific research that shows that gratitude makes a big difference. And I noticed that. I noticed that I was significantly happier because I was really thinking like, oh, what am I going to post about? (laughs) Like as silly as that is. (laughs) But even seriously, for months after, I was so much more aware of things to be grateful for. So it was kind of shocking to me, honestly, what a big difference it made for me. Are we going to talk about how you really wanted all of your posts to be unique and you used to post that you were like thankful for your family? Well, did I give a disclaimer to you guys? I feel like I did. I think I was like, hey, everyone, I just want you to know that I'm not going to be posting about you for Give Thanks, but I am so grateful for all of you because mm-hmm. here's the thing. I don't want anyone listening to think that I looked down on your posts if they were just, you know, the obvious ones, the basics. That's wonderful. But I just was like, I just want to be a little outside the box. I just wanted to entertain the masses, I guess, with with my interesting take on life. Not <laughs> really. Not <even> well. <laughs> I didn't really end up posting anything that week because I knew mine wouldn't be as unique as Claire's. So. Oh my gosh, whatever. Mine were not I even unique. Shaming the rest I of never life. would have seen that Claire didn't post about me if she hadn't told us. So. <laughs> I would have been happy just not knowing. And just assuming, like, she said something about her loving sisters, but... Mm -hmm. No, the simple ones are fantastic. Truly, I'm worried I'm, like, offending people. I just was like, I want to go outside the box a little bit. I want to do something unconventional. So on that note, we want to kind of turn this episode into our own gratitude practice, but we can't help but make it a little weird. So instead of an attitude of gratitude, this is gratitude with attitude. Who wants to start? <laughs> sorry, everybody. Claire, I'm sorry, I everyone. Say Claire wrote that. I, I did. <laughs> but I like it. I like it. I did. <laughs> Who's going to take it away? Uh, well, one thing that I've been thinking about since last week, because grandma and grandpa are, what do they call it? They have a name for their eating plan. Is it Lunitarian? It's oh, lunitarian. Lunitarianism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's not fully vegan, but it is pretty much mostly vegan. So they took me to this vegan sandwich shop called Bud's. And I've been thinking about it all week because it was so yummy. I got a Philly cheesesteak and it was completely vegan. And I wouldn't have known. Bud's I would not have so known good. that it was vegan. It totally tasted wow. like a delicious meat and cheese sandwich. What so- was the what was the meat substitute? 
it just said vegan steak. So <laughs> probably <laughs> <just> mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, some kind Isn't of soy products. Yeah, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think it was mushrooms because I think I would have known. It's always mushrooms. I thought that's the beef substitute. Looking like it, it looked and tasted like beef. Wow! But I also saw online this ad for these very convincing vegan eggs that look just like eggs, and they're all over TikTok, and people love. Wait, do they crack? They no, it's just like a bottle of egg mm. stuff that you can put in like but you can make Whoa. any you can make scrambled eggs, you can make frittatas, people are making all kinds of things. But I was just thinking, look how far we've come in the world mm-hmm. with vegan options and like vegetarian options. We have really evolved. It's easier now than it ever has been, Anne. Exactly. Why we do it. <laughs> <laughs> Now's your time, Anne. Okay, <laughs> vegan stuff that isn't like a vegan meat really freaks me out. Like it gets in my head. And I tried <laughs> vegan sausage and it was really good. I was like, this tastes like sausage. Mm-hmm. But I just couldn't quite. I don't know if I can eat it again. It just, I don't know. It's it gets in my scary. head a little bit too. I think we'll get there though as a society. I think it's yeah. slow moving mm-hmm. because we're so used to meat. But I really like that I have all these options now and if i ever want to go vegan plus if i just want to be more eco-friendly and eat more vegan options sometimes i have the option and i can eat a delicious philly cheesesteak and not feel bad not that i would anyway honestly but Mm -hmm. i can eat a vegan (laughs) philly cheesesteak if i want to so i'm very (laughs) grateful for that something to be grateful for for sure Mm -hmm. well i'm grateful for the mysterious leaf blower man who showed up in my yard yesterday (gasps) Not a neighbor. I think a professional. I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop here. So my yard is very long, my backyard, and has a lot of trees. And it has a big ton of leaves back there. And I was waiting because I don't have a lawnmower. So I ordered one. And it's the kind that's supposed to be able to mulch. And so I was like Mm. waiting for the lawnmower to get there. And as I was charging the battery packs for the lawnmower, I look outside. And there's this man wearing a leaf blower, like the kind that you wear like a backpack. And he's mm, those are heavy super duty. Fast. He wasn't one of my neighbors, and he definitely looked like you know he was a professional at it. Like he was going really, really fast. So I'm like, I'm waiting for someone to send a bill to my house mm-hmm. for this to be like the <laughs> yeah, previous what? owners had lawn care, and now I have to pay for it, even though mm-hmm. I didn't sign up. But honestly, that day I was grateful to have somebody just do my lawn for me. So if I have to pay for it later, did he do anyone else's lawn? Mm-mm. Did he not just talk mine. to you at all? Wow. No, I just <laughs> showed up gonna, and you're going to get a bill for this. I know I'm going to get a bill. Like getting a bill. Well, I bet it was going to be like who to a random act of kindness. No, I don't yeah. think it was. I think it was a professional. It wasn't one of my neighbors. <laughs> a random act of kindness. Because at first I was worried that like my neighbors were like, oh, like why isn't she picking up her leaves and, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, like passively, aggressively blowing them for you or yeah, something. Yeah, but like. My neighbors on the one side had just done it the day before, like their leaves. So I don't think the next day that they'd be like, wow, she hasn't done it yet. It's so constant <laughs> here in the fall that I don't think anyone's really judging because it's like the second you do it, your lawn's covered again. So it's yeah, just sort of like a perpetual thing. Yeah. That's so funny. Well, I'm very excited to hear what the, I know, I how it all how shakes out. Charge me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay, well, my gratitude practice is not a vegan option. It is the Queso Mama white queso. We get it at Costco. I don't know if it's at Costco's everywhere, but 
it is a guilty pleasure. It is a simple joy in my day. We can't have it all the time because it's so easy to just scoop out a little bit into a bowl and microwave it and then just have like a little queso in your day. (laughs) But today, Dave and I were sharing a communal bowl of queso and he was like... He goes, so who started this? Was it you or was it me? And I started laughing because I was like, are you just like wanting me to confirm that you were the one that originally wanted to try this? And he's like, well, I just can't remember. And I was like, I think it was probably you because I've never really been a queso person. Like, I don't think it was really something I ever really had before, even though it's delicious. So I should have been. But now it's like a staple. Like we have I try not to, but we have to get it like every time we go to Costco. And he was like, I just love it because I feel like it just brings happiness. It's like a joy we can share. And I was like, it's so true because we don't usually have the exact same taste in snacks, but the queso is something that we both love and enjoy late at night. So it's brought us together. It's been a family thing. The kids love it. Smiles all around. I spied Dave eating the queso cold straight from the... (gasps) Is that true? Uh, it is, but I was I wasn't gonna put him on blast like that on the podcast. Oh, I'm yeah. just wondering, like, I'm wondering if that's like a normal way to enjoy it, or like, no, I don't think it's normal okay. at all. No, I, I wasn't only sure if that hot. was like one of the serving recommendations. Was, like, I don't think so. Eat it cold I, from the top. I think it's just <laughs> no, like he was eating it with a chip. It wasn't with a spoon. Oh, was it after he got home? Was it after he got home from work the other night? Yeah, he had just gotten home from work and he was eating like the burrito bowls that you had made. And then he was just having some queso. I just saw it and I was like, oh, I wasn't sure if maybe you couldn't even eat it warm. Like it was exclusively a cold thing. A cold queso? No, I'm pretty sure that's just like a cheese ball or something at that point. Which we also have the jalapeno and cranberry cream cheese dip from Costco. Oh, yeah. can, I, oh, can I try some of that? I guess, yeah. Your house. I'll bring you have it crackers. too? Okay, this brings me to... One of mine was going to be chips and dips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dips. Yeah. Because I don't know. We didn't eat a lot of dip growing Mm-mm. up. Mm-mm. We weren't really a dip family. We're more of a toast family. And I thought most dip had mayonnaise, which they do. A lot of them do. But I've really been trying to find, you know, some good mayo-free dips because I hate mayonnaise. And there are some good ones out there. And I've been there eating are. just chips and dip. There's a lot of sour cream-based ones mm-hmm. that I think you could imbibe in for sure. Yeah. Well, a lot of times they have both, which is just mm. gross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys have watched The Only Murder in the Building, right? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. There's a part where Martin Short says something about the deli guy, and he's like, great dips. Sometimes I just eat dips for dinner. And I yeah, <laughs> love that like line because I noticed that. I was like, I love I really dips, too. It. I feel like I could just make a meal of dips, mm-hmm. like easily. I would actually totally. love that. That would be such a good dinner. That is what I've been doing. I've been eating three dips for lunch. <laughs> what are I'm your okay. dips? <laughs> yeah, what are they? <laughs> okay, the holy grail of mayo-free dips is the artichoke jalapeno dip from mm. Trader Joe's. It's mm. so yummy. Good. And I've been having the everything but the bagel dip. Oh, I love from, that one. That one from Trader Joe's. I didn't try it for a long time because I think I just thought, you know, why did they make this with Greek yogurt? You mm-hmm. know, it just didn't sound that good. Oh, my gosh. It is it's so, so good. good. It's such a thick mm-hmm. Greek yogurt. It's almost like cream cheese. It mm-hmm. has that consistency. Yeah, it's really good. And then I've been eating the cranberry jalapeno one, too. Oh, it's so good. Costco. Yeah. So good. Wait, so the artichoke dip doesn't have mayo in it? That's surprising. Mm-hmm. I know. So many of them do. And I actually got... 
I got bamboozled at Costco one time because they had this artichoke dip that was made with Greek yogurt, I think, and it was pretty good. And so I bought a huge tub of it and I got home and I ate one bite and I was like, this is so gross. And it was (gasps) just pure mayo instead of yogurt. And they had a different kind But it's the same brand and same flavor. They had two kinds of artichoke dip there at Costco. They had replaced the yogurt one with the mayo base. I hate when that happens. So it just sat in our fridge because it's so gross. Just wasting away. He wouldn't eat it. Mm -hmm. I'm nodding along with you, but I love mayonnaise. So (laughs) I mean, I would 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 probably eat a mayo based dip. It's another thing you would eat. I can't get over it in my head. Well, one of mine is that I'm very grateful for fancy malls. I've just been thinking about this a lot because when we were in St. Louis, we randomly discovered we needed to go to one store and it was in one of the fanciest malls I've ever seen. And it just brought back so many, like on my mission when I was sad, I would always just look forward to the next time I could go to the city because they actually have a pretty big fancy mall in the in Panama City. It has Zara and H&M, just like lots of cool places. It has fancy, you know, Louis Vuitton and stuff like that. And for some reason, it's just a very calming experience to walk around, wander through a Williams-Sonoma mm-hmm. and dream of being someone who could afford anything in. I haven't been mall. in a mall in probably two years. Like I'm trying to think, like maybe pre-pandemic. <laughs> I just never go anymore. And I kind of am always like, oh, they're dying. The American mall is a thing of the past. But every time I go, I think grandma was saying they went to a mall on her birthday and she said it was just like teeming with humanity. Like it was so crowded. (laughs) So, I mean, they seem to be alive and well, like in certain places. Yeah, you you probably just stopped going to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the classic Fifth Avenue type mall or like Diamond Center, those seem to be Mm -hmm. kind of dying. But the fancy ones with like the, the really high end ones, yeah, high end mm-hmm. stores, those are still alive and well. <laughs> I love Fifth Avenue Mall. It brings back so many memories. <laughs> it was the mall downtown Anchorage. I mean, it's still there, but like, yeah, yeah, I know still what you mean. Alive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I am grateful for. This is kind of a an obvious one, but I'm really grateful for minivans for a few reasons. On a more serious level. I really am just grateful to have a vehicle, to be able to drive, to be healthy enough to drive. That is something that I definitely take for granted and not everyone has. And even if you're able to afford a vehicle just to be like healthy enough to be able to like get yourself where you need to go, that's totally something to be grateful for. But I'm just, I love vans. I know they're not cool. I love that we can just throw everyone in. I love that we can fit extra people in. I love that I can take the seats out to put things in. You can fit so much in a van if you have the seats out. As I learned this weekend, I found a dresser on Facebook Marketplace. Grace this had to be... dresser should be one of your gratitudes. I know. Well, we'll see. We have to see if it all pans out. So I had a few organizational conundrums I was trying to solve. We've moved bedrooms around. We've moved kids around. You know, and I was trying to figure out whose clothes are going to go where and what dresser is going to go where and... I was on Facebook Marketplace and we've talked about it. I think it was like our fourth episode was about Facebook Marketplace. So, I mean, we've documented our feelings about it. But it's a feeling of panic. It's kind of like, well, it's like crazy bins where I make bad decisions because you have to act quickly. So you can't always think clearly. 
And so you see something and you're like, okay, I better like say I'm interested in this. And then when they're like, can you come today? It's like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to coordinate someone to watch my kids. And sometimes they want cash. And I'm like, I don't have cash. So I'm going to have to go get cash and drive across town and figure out how to transport it. So I was super grateful for my van because I was like, I can't actually fit this dresser in there. I just have to take all the seats out. But we've dubbed this dresser magic dresser because I told Grace, (laughs) if everything goes according to plan... It will solve five different problems in our house in a chain Whoa. reaction of events. I know. When she <laughs> explained it to me, it was like the plot of Ocean's Eleven. It was like a complicated heist where everything was set up and I was like, how is this all going to tie together? And mm-hmm. then at the end, there's a satisfying conclusion where somebody goes in and is talking with someone and then they trip something and then the... I don't, I haven't actually seen Ocean's Eleven, but you know Heist. You've movies. never seen it? No, I've started it. <laughs> we actually just watched it during Corona times because I it was the same way. I was like, I've never seen Ocean's Eleven. It's good. <laughs> You've only seen it last year then. Yeah, but I just love that you were quoting like, and someone goes in. Well, you know, that's something. <laughs> it's just, that's every heist movie. Mm-hmm. You're right. But it was like that. She was like, so there's a dresser in Henry's room and there's something in the guest room and some things were not even dressers and how mm-hmm. it all tied together. <laughs> it was incredible. <laughs> some things were not even dressers. One of the things was a set of plastic drawers I've had since my freshman year of college, but oh, is still no. in our possession. And I was like, And then this can go for this and this can hold Legos and then this will go here. And yeah, we'll see. We moved it up to our room, but I haven't reorganized everything yet. So we'll see if it pans out. I was just grateful that I had a big car. It's not glamorous. I'm not winning any cool points, but I was like, hey, I'm super grateful that I have this giant car that can fit a huge dresser. And it was funny when we went to pick it up because, well, we, it was just me. Dave was working and Grace was very sweet to watch the kids The girls were like, can we go with you? And I was like, no, because I have to take all the seats out. But the guy selling it was probably around my age, but he was helping his parents kind of like clear out their house. And usually when you buy something, it's the buyer's job to kind of load it. Nice people will help you kind of like lift it in your car. But I was fully prepared to kind of be the one arranging it and getting it to fit and stuff. But the dad was like, well, what's your plan here? <laughs> I was like, uh, I was just going to slide it in. <laughs> and he was like, well, what about the drawers? And I was like, oh, can we just put them on top? And he's like, nope, they're going to rattle. They're going to rattle way too much. And they're going to be all over the place. So he was grabbing these. He's like, can I use this blanket? And he was wrapping a blanket around things. And he put my bag in between two of the drawers so they wouldn't rattle. And I was like, wow, thank you. The most handy person to have when you're trying to move something is a man over the age of 50 because they have very strong opinions about how things should be loaded. And I was happy to let him take over because he clearly knew what he was doing. So that's another gratitude. The random man on Facebook Marketplace whose dresser, the magic dresser. Isn't there a children's tale about like a magic flute or something? And it's passed from person to person. It has like magical properties. Maybe this dresser will be like that for me. We'll see. Uh, Well, something else I'm grateful for is how much more fun it is in the winter to watch TV. Mm -hmm. You know, in the summer, Mm -hmm. TV sort of loses its luster. Mm -hmm. You're watching it, but it's light outside and it's kind of warm. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It's just not the same. Mm -hmm. But in the winter, even the lamest shows become watchable, Mm -hmm. at least in my book. That's Mm -hmm. so true. 100%. That's such a good point. And in the summer, you're feeling guilty because it's like, I should be living it up. These Mm -hmm. days are fleeting. My life is slipping through my fingers. You're kind of restless. You're Mm -hmm. always just feeling antsy. But in the winter, it's like, 
I'm settling in for the long haul here. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. I love just the feeling of like, well, this is what I'm supposed to be doing right now. So time to start a new <laughs> yeah. series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, something that I'm grateful for is just all the modern day conveniences. I'm not just talking like <laughs> electricity and plumbing, although those are definitely things to be thankful for. But, like, the really extra things, like grocery delivery and, like, Mm -hmm. instant pots and a steam mop. I love my steam mop. (laughs) I'm like, how did people exist 10 years ago? Because (laughs) Seriously. Yeah, 10 years ago. I just didn't mop my floor for years because I didn't have a steam mop. And then suddenly I mop all the time. You know, it's just like Mm -hmm. all these things just make our lives so much easier. Totally. More convenient. Not that you have to have all these things. Like, I'd love to have an air fryer, but I don't have one and I'm okay. Mm -hmm. But like, if there's something that's really an issue for you, like mopping or vacuuming, you can get a cordless vacuum for Mm -hmm. not even that much money. And I don't know. It just really saves time. Okay, you know what the weirdest to me modern convenience since moving to Cleveland has been? I ordered something today at 2 p.m. and it got delivered to me from Amazon. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like today. Yeah, same day. I ordered something at probably 11 o'clock last night and it was on our porch this morning. And I was like, oh, what did I order earlier this week? I was really confused. I was like, I can't remember. I sound like a shopping addict. I have been ordering a bunch lately just because, as we mentioned, we're trying to Christmas shop and, you know, but I was like, oh, what could this be? Like, I must have forgotten. And then I opened it and I was like, whoa, it's the stuff I ordered last night at like 11 (laughs) o'clock at night. Yeah, there's a fulfillment center. Speaking of malls, it was an old mall that had really fallen on hard times. It had like the windows shot out and stuff. And then everyone loves to bag on Amazon, but I'm like, they did come and clear out that nasty old mall. And now... Yeah, because the place where that fulfillment center is, I don't... It seems like a warehouse district almost. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I yeah. I go shopping there. So yeah, yeah it kind of makes more sense there. Mm-hmm, totally. I don't know that I've ever heard of a steam mop, and now you've fully convinced what? me that I need one. Oh, <laughs> you need a steam mop. <laughs> I need a steam mop. Well, that's the only kind of mop you probably know, because in your young life, mom and dad have one. They do? Maybe you don't know any other kind I of mop. I just have never mopped with mom and dad's. <laughs> <laughs> we have a classic <laughs> Swiffer, but it's I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like mopping, so... You guys don't have much to mop, so I was gonna say, I yeah, one really tiny to section of floor. In I just got the thing that I ordered today at two p.m. that got here at eight p.m. was the Go Clean Co mop that she's always talking about. That like mm. spin mop. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, you got the that spin one. That one looks so good. I'm gonna tell you how it so is fun. once I try it <clears throat> later tonight. Oh, I'm so excited to hear. Dare I ask what you order it for? Because you're ripping all your flooring out right now. Yeah, but. You have to, like, have it at least clean of debris and stuff. Oh. I'm going to do sanding, and I need to get it a little bit clean. And then I want gotcha. to just... I'm not ripping up, like, all the wood floor. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, your wood flooring. I was thinking back in your room with the vinyl flooring. I forgot about your wood floors. Yeah, you'll have to let us know about that one, Grace, because I have a steam mop, but the one with the little spinnies looks so exciting. So mm-hmm. I would love to hear more about it. This is kind of weird, but I'm so grateful for Google Earth. That's like a modern miracle. I mean, (laughs) Mm -hmm. seriously, you can go to where Luke lived in Ghana. You can explore. You can go to where I lived in Panama. You can go anywhere. I have 
toured Kirksville, Missouri, where we're planning to move next year, potentially, like three times. And I did that before we moved here, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's it's horrible. But it's so satisfying. <laughs> and it's my new hobby. I've also explored Kansas City. I've looked at Omaha. I'm just looking into every <laughs> nearby in the world. I love I it I have so not much. utilized Google Earth enough, I guess. Before we <laughs> moved here, so I looked at our address and I would just like creep along the streets and try to see like how far it was from things. Get on Google Earth before you move somewhere. Yeah, Google Earth is so cool. And I my favorite thing is when you see like a person or like a dog or something. I'm like, I wonder what it's like to be one of the people on Google Earth. That would be mm-hmm. such an honor. I am grateful for I know we bring up Go Clean Co. We have like our top five people that we mention over and over. She's definitely one of them. And mm-hmm. I know her name is not Go Clean Co., but I mean, you just have to refer to people by their Instagram handle. I am grateful for, okay, so I know people are hard on social media and how meta is knowingly ruining people's lives and, you know, yada, yada. And and I agree, it needs to be used in moderation. But I cannot believe how much free content and educational resources we have at our fingertips with Mm -hmm. YouTube, Instagram. We can learn pretty much anything for free. Like if you're willing to put in the effort and just kind of like piece together information, You can figure out how to sleep train your kids. You can figure out how to clean your house properly. You can figure out how to do building stuff. You can figure out complicated cooking. You can probably figure out coding, even higher level stuff. And people are always like, oh, influencers. And I'm like, yeah, but they give us so much information. And sometimes they do ads or something, but it's like you're getting free content all the time. And I'm also grateful for, along that same line, free trials of like, you know, (laughs) Apple TV, Paramount Plus. If you have to make a new email, you have to make a new email. But you can pretty much find a way (laughs) to watch something for free at any time. And you might only have a week and you might forget to cancel it and then have to pay, you know, the $7.99 or whatever. But free trials and free Instagram and YouTube content, you can pretty much watch or learn anything in the universe that you could possibly want these days for free. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Another thing that I'm grateful for are some of Claire's friends who are hopefully soon to be my friends who have told me places around here to like hike or bike because I sort of had no idea how to get out and do things like that or like even if there really were things like that around here. And I feel like from talking to some people today, I'm like, oh, okay, I know some places where I can go for a bike ride now or some parks where I can go hiking. Because I don't know, I've just been in my house doing house projects and it's been pretty fun, but also I'm need a break. so sick of it. <laughs> I mm-hmm. need a break from mm-hmm. just doing house things all the time. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I'm glad my friends have helped you. I'm sad that I have not been the one to help you find that information, but you know, what? I'm not. I'm just sad that you're like, I didn't know if there was a place to hike. And I'm like, I, I could have helped well, you. I didn't ask, like, someone asked me, like, have you gotten out and done this? And I was like, oh, it never even occurred to me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like I was like, mm-hmm. where could I turn to ask <laughs> someone? <laughs> Claire doesn't know anything. Is Claire doesn't know anything. Who, it's who true. Well, we've established, I have my, like, five places I go. No, there are places, and it does feel different than living out west. It's not like I'm going to drive, you know, to Zion National Park and spend a week there. But there are like places to hike and stuff that are Mm -hmm. pretty. So, yeah. Well, even in like Provo, it took me a few years to know like all the places, the ins and outs of, I don't know, the little local spots or like little local fishing holes and stuff. So 
it's going to take some time, but it's good to have a starting a starting mm-hmm. place. Yeah. And I would add to that. I just think it's really nice. The area that we live, there's a lot of medical trainees here that come and go. And I'm just grateful with how nice people are about imparting info to newcomers. Well, I am grateful for the feeling when you find a new lunch item or you remember yeah. a lunch that you like to have mm-hmm. because I I hate lunchtime. Lunchtime mm-hmm. Me too. is terrible and Matt is usually home for lunch and has been since like I don't know for years. He would Yeah, your whole marriage pretty much. Lunch. Or yeah, he's home now because of the pandemic and like school and stuff. So I can't really just always get by just eating like chips and dip or <laughs> a protein bar like I may have. Matt doesn't like dips for lunch? He, dip lunch? No, he can't be <laughs> sustained just on like dips alone, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I should eat something that will give me like energy and blah, blah, blah. But like nothing sounds good. And it takes, I feel like lunch takes so long to make. So it takes almost just as long as like dinner. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, I could have just made dinner and I would like it better. Yeah. But no, I'm eating. I hate lunch too. Lunch. So mm-hmm. when you do find something that you're like all excited to eat, it just brightens up your day. And everyone mm-hmm. likes eating it for like a week and then you have to think of a new idea. But it's just, oh, it's such a relief when you think of a good lunch idea. And there's nothing more fun than anticipating like a yummy lunch too. Mm-hmm. Being like, ooh, yeah, I, I have this lunch for lunch. that I'm like excited about. Mm-hmm. And Not even just the feeling. Because I have to. Like the excitement of knowing that you know what you're going to have for lunch. Mm-hmm. And that you don't for have to sure. think about it. Is yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I really want to just look to every meal with anticipation and excitement. Is that too mm-hmm. much to ask? Yeah. Like <laughs> no, every yeah, single like, meal if, should be exciting. If I'm not excited about it, I don't want it. Like mm-hmm. I just, yeah. it makes me I'm mad. I'm certainly not going to cook dip. it. If I'm not excited about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Other than the dip, what's your exciting lunch? I can't say. It's too basic. It's too embarrassing. <laughs> is it we butter toast? None of my ideas are good. You have to. Is it well, avocado toast? I did have toast? an avocado toast kick like a couple weeks ago. That comes and goes. I get sick of it. We've been having BLTs. <gasps> I was going to say BLTs. Having... That's my favorite lunch. Toasted cheese sandwiches with tomato soup. Mm, that's Delicious. a good one, too. Or I've been feeding Hazel Eggos with that horrible nut butter <laughs> from Costco. <laughs> like, she's you like, like horrible. And I know Eggos aren't like, you know, the picture of health. But like, she loves them. And <laughs> I put that nut butter on it. And I feel like that's got some nutrition. I ate that for years of college. And I'm just fine. So no, I, I like think she'll that. be okay. Yeah, that I know she'll be less good, nut yeah. butter is pretty good in my book. Mm-hmm. The one with seeds? Yeah. I the mix of that. It. I've had that I too. I thought I'd like it, so I bought it, and I don't like it, so I just make Hazel eat it. The poppy seeds get stuck in my teeth. That's my only complaint. It is really seedy, and I don't know that I need that many seeds in my life, but I feel like seeds are the key to health, so I'm happy. My teeth are full of them, but <laughs> they're doing me good, so I'm <laughs> fine. They're strengthening your teeth. Yeah. Mm-hmm, it's true. 
Well, that wraps up our Hop Culture Weekly Gratitude Practice, and we hope that we have inspired you guys. We would love to hear some of your gratitudes with attitudes on Instagram if you want to find us and let us know something maybe random or unconventional that you are thankful for. Okay, so we know that we have asked you guys for reviews, and I think it was mom or dad the other day who said, like I said something about like, oh yeah, more reviews. And mom was like, I think pretty much everyone who listens to the podcast has left a review by now. Which I was like, That's really mean, but probably true. So I am changing what we're asking for. And honestly, the best way to keep us afloat is just to tell people about the podcast. As silly as that sounds, word of mouth is huge. I feel like that's how I found all of my favorite podcasts is friends have told me about mm-hmm. them. And mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh, I'll try listening. Mm-hmm. So again, I feel like most of my friends have told other people, which is so kind. And I truly super duper appreciate it. But if you could just, you know, throw us a little a little recommendation here or there to your friends and family. Tell a friend. That would be, tell a mom. Tell a friend. Tell a mom tell who do you think would like us friends and moms friends and moms mostly yeah (laughs) sisters sisters Mm -hmm. there's some men who listen yeah yeah Mm -hmm. we hope we've been male positive on the pod we we try to we gave some business casual fashion advice just last week for men that's true i forgot Mm -hmm. yeah we tried to be yeah more More inclusive inclusive there but anyway sorry this has gone on way too long tell a mom tell a friend and (laughs) (laughs) This should be our, like, turning into the Kidney Now song. (laughs) It totally is. (laughs) Tell a mom, tell a friend. Let's head into weekly wins. So we've just said all the things we're grateful for, so now we need to... We have to still do weekly wins. We do. We have to come up with something. It can be small, simple. Okay, go ahead, Grace. Okay, well, I'm grateful... No, whoops. I'm still So my win this week, I don't have an oven still, although I'm working on it. I'm getting the gas hooked up or, you know, the line put in. But until then, Claire reminded me Instant Pot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I forgot about that. I don't have a stove or anything. I have a toaster oven. Anything that involves sauteing or like a sauce has been out. Not going to happen. But now I remember, duh, my Instant Pot, I can actually cook stuff. Mm -hmm. So... Get an Instant Pot because you never know when you're not going to have an oven or stove. For a long time. I didn't mean that to turn into a rhyme, but. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Grace, for someone that doesn't have counters or an oven or stove, you have an impressive folding table set up. Thanks. I have two of them. (laughs) Yeah. You have like so many little tables set up and like things on them. And your kitchen is very functional for being dysfunctional right now. I just want to give you credit for that. Mm Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. A lot of that was mom helping me organize at the beginning. Mm -hmm. So thanks, mom. Okay, my weekly win is simple. It's humble. I love that we've reached the stage where you walk into a store and they have those cinnamon scented pine cones. And like Mm. when you walk into the store, you're like, and it's Christmas. Yeah, Those pine cones just Mm. like take you back so much don't they it's just like such a nostalgic smell so good they make me think Mm -hmm. of going to michael's yeah Mm -hmm. i was gonna say joanne Mm -hmm. fabrics with mom yeah totally grace do you remember in college for some reason there were some of those pine cones like maybe i'd bought them for a church activity or something i think it was when we were sharing the fit and they were just in the car for like years does that ring a bell (laughs) (laughs) 
in the hot summer sun, the smell was like really potent in July. <laughs> not ring- it hot been, cinnamon. Maybe it was oh over God. the summer and I was home for the summer or something. Yeah, it maybe. Ring a bell. There's always something that lingers in the red Honda Fit for <laughs> years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then mom so discovers it. <laughs> yeah. She gets so mad. I remember her finding Anne's like roller skating stuff in the back. Oh, her roller derby <laughs> like, Oh, yeah. So upset. Uh, my weekly win. So this is like the two weeks of the semester that are just the worst. They're right before Thanksgiving break when mm-hmm. all the professors load all the things onto you. And everyone enters class looking just gloomy and grumpy and stressed. <laughs> one of my professors today was like so I noticed about two-thirds of the class has not done this assignment even though it was due last Thursday <laughs> I wonder oh, no. everyone like was there a reason did you have a hard time accessing it and one of the kids in our class that's not ashamed he's like was it the this one and he's like Oh, I just didn't do it. I just, it was a conscious choice. I had too much to do. And we were all just like, yeah, (laughs) same here. So anyway, it's a very stressful time. And I had two presentations this week. I had one today that I had to do and one yesterday and I have one tomorrow. But the one today, I had a two minute portion of the presentation. So I said almost nothing. And weirdly, people were raving about my portion (gasps) of it. And I was so excited. I've never gotten compliments on a presentation. And I never will because I have no idea like how to replicate this experience. But (laughs) it was just very satisfying because they had to give feedback. And basically, I left feeling really good about myself. And it was just a wonderful experience. So There's nothing like praise from a crowd. There just mm-hmm. isn't. It goes right to your yeah. head. It just is the best thing in the world. I kid you not. My <laughs> professor said something about how I had done something well. And this girl in the back who was a cool girl, you know, like mm-hmm. one of those girls that intimidates you. She, she like made this motion in the air, like pointing like she agreed. Kind of like Whoa. a cool motion. Whoa. And she was like, I totally agree. Was it like <gasps> Ella's connection? <laughs> oh, was it? Yeah, was it a connection? Uh, no, it was a little more advanced than wow. advanced. <laughs> wow, Tess. It had a cooler tone. I would have awesome. loved to hear this famous presentation. There yeah. was nothing special about it, but it was really nice to get praise. A triumph. Well, it's hard to follow that, but I, I haven't hung like pictures. On the walls since we moved here because currently our living room on our main floor is just chock full of stuff. I mean, it just has like Hazel's toys and our TV and shelves and like all this furniture that eventually when our basement is finished, a lot of it's going to go downstairs and it'll be a lot less cluttered in our living Mm -hmm. room. So I haven't really made any decisions about where to hang stuff. And I was just like, is it going to look even more cluttered if I just put more stuff, you know, on the walls? But I finally just decided enough is enough. The basement's almost done and I'm going to hang some pictures. So (gasps) I took matters into my own hands and I finally like figured out how I want to hang stuff. And I cut out little... You cut out the papers? We didn't have any big paper other than wrapping paper. 
So I used this ugly Christmas wrapping paper that I don't really know where it came from. And I hung those up. And now I'm like, oh, that's actually kind of festive. So maybe I won't even hang up my pictures. Maybe I'll just leave wrapping paper on the wall. But I ordered the pictures that I needed and I planned out like which frames I need. I have a lot of frames and so I've really just been putting this off and I could have done it much sooner. But yeah, got it figured out and I'm feeling good. Good for you. says like, don't wait till your room is picture perfect to really settle in. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been making excuses, <laughs> but... I finally just focused and got it done. I need to do that. We've lived here three years and I still don't have anything on the walls. I think we have like a ingrained, you know, mom didn't like holes in the walls growing up. Let's let's mm-hmm. blame it on our childhood. <laughs> but I remember seeing like on teen movies and stuff, they'd have posters all over. And I was like, oh, I do not know what that is like. <laughs> but I think that's actually most kids. I don't think most kids are allowed to just willy-nilly put nails in their walls growing up. Yeah. Mm-mm. I think most parents would prefer that their kids didn't do that. And so, yeah, it was just careful, like measure, use a level, you know. So I just am like, I need to get a professional or something or I don't know what I'm doing. I don't have the skills for this. <laughs> I did use a laser level. And Whoa. I must say that was a game changer. Wow. Okay, I think that wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our show and visit our website, hopculturepod.com. We'll also be popping up on Instagram throughout the week, so follow Hop Culture Pod for more fun. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>